All right, welcome. This is Orion Rising News. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. Okay, everybody, welcome. It's uh, Wednesday, 4 p.m., a couple minutes late. Actually, I, I think I started right on time. I was about a minute late, probably. Taking a look at trying to figure out why that video wouldn't play uh, yesterday, and I think I got that figured out. In fact, I know I have it figured out now. Um, okay, so uh, we're here today because I have a video uh, that I want to play of a Canadian doctor who's not afraid to speak out because he's not over here in America, so he doesn't have the you know the same cabal trying to kill him. But I got it, uh, and I put I'm going to put it on the air. But I also want to talk a little bit more. I got another video from Patrick Byrne or uh, with Patrick Byrne on it. Uh, but I'm not going to play that today because it's an hour and 34 minutes long. I'm going to post it on all my pages so that you guys can uh, see it. I'll probably have it taken down. Um, I'll message it to you if you're on Facebook and if you guys are not and you're on uh, YouTube or, or somewhere else. I can email it to you. You can download it onto your phone or onto your hard drive of your computer. might be too big for your phone, the file. Um, but yeah, I think cause I'm going to, uh, I'm going to post it, but we'll see what they do. Cause he's telling the truth. He's telling it like it is. I'll talk about that as I go on. Okay. So first I'm going to uh, be playing this video. This video is like 18 minutes long, uh, and I'll be commenting through it. So it's going to take us a while to get through it because, but it's very important what he says. It's for most of you, it's not stuff that you don't already know. And the same thing with Patrick Byrne, what he said yeah, yesterday, or day before yesterday, we went live yesterday talking about Patrick Byrne, uh, Mandy Wilson and myself, and, and I played you some excerpts from two videos of his. What we didn't both didn't know is that the day prior, he had gone live uh, for a show, was there for an hour and a half, so she got a copy of that, she sent it to me, and I downloaded it today uh, to make sure that I had it in case it gets kicked off the internet, because I'll tell you what he said in that as well. And then I'm going to post it on Orion Rising the page uh, on Facebook and on Orion Rising, the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll see if I can end up getting my channels deleted. It's possible. I might be kicked off the air. That's why I'm kind of hesitant for that. I think I might better serve you guys by sending it to you directly. Uh, that way I keep it off of the genres that are um, part of this coup that's going on in the United States and around the world. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more of that once we get going uh, here. But when you hear this video... You're going to see that this is uh, information that everybody knows. They, they even talked about that on uh, Patrick Byrne uh, on Monday. He even talked about that, that an eighth grader can see what's really going on. You can deny it all you want, right? But this pandemic, I'm going to show you stuff. I should probably turn on my camera so you can see me here, right? Oh, wrong button. There I am. There. There you go. <laughs> Namaste. That's, uh, that's the studio for uh, Facebook. Uh, that I can see that we're live there. So please share this out, right? Um, get this out there to people. I'm going to share it as well uh, as we get going. Once the video starts, I'll I'll uh, I'll start sharing. But there's there's you know the information. This doctor actually says uh, on this video that there's no there's no uh, pandemic going on right now. The the amount of flu, the amount of people that are that have the flu right now. Is the normal amount, and I'm, I I went to the CDC. You know, this is, um, yeah, to the CDC. That's the Center for Disease Control here in the United States. Their website, and they're the ones that are they're like behind this bullshit, but they can't discredit themselves by by posting lie numbers. 
Because people around the world are going to go, what are you talking about? This, those are untrue. We know those to be untrue. So they post real numbers, but they say something else in public. It was kind of like Hillary Clinton when she was sitting before Congress, and they said to her, why is it that when you're out in public, you're saying there is no 30,000 emails that, the, that, you know, that came off of my hard drive and that that's all a lie. And then the, then the congressman points to a stack of papers and says, yet here I sit with 30,000 emails printed out. She wouldn't answer the question because she knew she'd perjure herself. I watched that because I'm the, I'm the stupid nerd that watches C-SPAN, right? I turn on C-SPAN. That's the, that's the actual, if you're watching any news agency and they cut to the House or the Senate floor, the camera that you see, that's courtesy of C-SPAN. They have to play that 24 hours a day if they're in session. Okay? So if they, as long as they're in there speaking, it's on the air for you to see. They have to do that. Our government is transparent, even though you guys think they're not, because they redact shit because people might die over it. And everybody thinks, well, they just redact everything. There was a time when they kind of did that. Right? So the first thing we're going to address is this pandemic, the cornholio virus. Okay? Again, but I'm going to show you another doctor, and this this woman's going to ask him questions like, everybody who speaks out, they say you guys are all crazy, and they do. They stifle them. Google uh, is is blocking the videos. They delete people who post the videos, the whole nines, okay? So we have to do things to get around the algorithms. Otherwise, if you were on our show yesterday, the second we started talking about deep state cabal shit and the coup, me saying the words I'm saying right now is putting me up the ladder on that, on that list of, of danger, danger, danger. When I reach a certain point, they start disrupting my signal and booting everybody off of the show. They did that yesterday quite a bit, okay? And I kept checking everything to make sure that it wasn't my equipment, and it wasn't. Hi, Ray. Welcome. Share this, please, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> reading what she said. I don't have my glasses. Let me put my glasses on so I can read that chat better. I don't have my reading glasses on, right? She says, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with being that particular type of nerd. Right, right? <laughs> True that. Okay, so, and in that, unfortunately, that's what I do, right? And uh, what I liked about um, Patrick Byrne in this video that he uh, is talking about, he gives his background. It's not the one I'm playing for you today, but it'll be posted later. He gives his background so that you know he's not just some businessman, that he actually went to China and studied in college in China and learned Chinese. He speaks some Chinese while he's on air. And the little Chinese I know, I know that he's actually speaking Chinese, Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not really, really fluent in Chinese, but I'm learning, right? Because I'm teaching myself many languages, and Chinese is one of them, Japanese being another, and other languages, like 17 languages. Okay, so, <clears throat> so I knew he was actually speaking Chinese real words. I could follow what his sentence said, as a matter of fact, when he was saying I went there and studied um, their whole philosophy all the way from Taoism or from Buddhism all the way through to uh, their modern you know, Marxist um, ideology. Then he repeated it in English. I was like, oh, wow, my Chinese is a little bit better than I thought. Okay, so he is, is not really the utmost authority on China, but he has a very good look into his, and what he calls his religion, is he's a libertarian. Okay, and I'm, I'm becoming more and more libertarian as the days go on because they, they believe in liberty and the Constitution of the United States, and he gives good reasons for that. 
right? And they're quoting people like Plato and, you know, Socrates, and they're, clo- they're quoting these ancient philosophers as to why that philosophical ideology of having to have a constitution came into play. And then they show how the Greeks tried it. Oh, see, now it is buffing, isn't it? No, it looks like it's okay here, but over on the screen here, it says it's buffing, so maybe that hasn't caught up over here. But over here it says I'm okay, so we'll see. So the monitor says I'm all right, but I'm looking at the the actual computer uh, uh, program of their studio, and it has me buffing over in their studio. But on my monitor, maybe it's behind far. Nope, because I'm only behind by a few seconds. So I'm not sure why the studio of theirs says I'm buffing, and you guys are getting the signal. So as long as you guys are getting the signal. Okay, so <clears throat> so let me go and um, play the video. Right. Let me do that. I'll have to go and play the. Let me go and play the video. I got to click the screen here, and you guys are going to see my screen like go a hundred million times, and then I'm going to flip over to the other screen so you can see the, the video, because it doesn't acquire in this operating system, and the other operating system that I have, I have two more. One doesn't play it well, and I don't like the quality, and the other one, uh, my sound. I have to figure out a sound issue. Why sound comes through my speakers and registers, but it doesn't. You guys can't hear it out on the, in the public. So I have to figure that out. All right, but in this, I can play it. Yesterday, I couldn't play the video for you. You can only hear the audio. Today, I figured out how to get the audio by doing a um, a screen capture or a. Um, you'll see. You'll see that my. I'll be. I'll, it's a game capture. So when I do that, my screen goes like a, like looking in a mirror and a mirror and a mirror, and then I'll flick my actual camera over to. Uh, that and you guys will see that like watch see how that went right so then what I'll do is I will go I gotta move this so I can see then I'll go here and click on this and you guys now see this right yes you do so I'll go full screen here and I'll play this okay um, and you guys will see what I'm talking about with the, this guy talking to this woman. He's a doctor in Canada, so he's not really afraid as much like American doctors are. There's a few over here, a lot, actually, thousands that stood up. Um, but they didn't get much airtime, and this was captured off of Canadian television on a, on a cell phone and then forwarded, okay? So that's why it looks the way it does, and I'm, I'm not going to uh, doctor it or anything, so we're just going to run with it. All right, so here, let me go full screen here. And um, I'll go ahead and play, and I have my T in the way, so I can't see the buttons to press here. Here we go. It takes a little bit to get going here. I don't hear any sound, though. Not better. Joining me from Denman Island, BC, to discuss this even further is Dr. Stephen Malthouse, a family physician. Dr. Malthouse, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. So it actually looks Thank like it's recorded me. off of All a right, phone so with a phone. All right, so you've written an open letter to Dr. <laughs> Bonnie Henry, uh, which is BC's provincial health officer, voicing concerns over the approach that the government has taken to flatten the curve of COVID-19. Now, you believe the evidence clearly shows that the pandemic is over and that there is no second wave or that no second wave will follow. So can you maybe please explain this? Because... The public keeps hearing that the number of COVID cases continues to rise and is out of control. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to differentiate uh, COVID cases, which are people that have positive PCR tests. And those could be completely healthy people without, without any symptoms. The and a majority of them are like that. Those, are, those would be determined to be cases. Now, normally in medicine, a case is someone who's actually sick. Now, these aren't sick people. 
And uh, when we look at hospitalizations and death and also ICU admissions, we see that there's been no change in the last year than what we've seen in previous years. Okay, now I'm going to stop that right there really quickly because I want to show you something. Let me go back over here. No, I'm going to go here. There we go. Now let me go over here and let me show you this. Okay, let me see what you guys see on your screen. Okay, you got it up, up on the screen, pretty decent size. Now I'm going to be moving the screen around a little bit, but these, let me scroll up here and you can see what I'm showing. These are the cases estimated table of influenza uh, 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 disease burden 2011 through 2020 by year. How many people are estimated to be uh, symptomatic, medical visits, hospitalized? Okay. So this is year to year. This is like here starts at 2010 to 2011, 2011, 2012. And as I scroll down, it goes to 2019 to 2020. Okay, so if you look at especially this number here where it's where I don't know if you guys can see it on the screen, but it's one that says hospitalizations estimated. Okay, this is how many people were estimated to be hospitalized in that in that flu season. Now you have to remember that this flu season only runs from October to March and they stop counting. Then they start counting in October and March. So this is no you know, November, December, January, February, March. This is only a five month window. Whereas with COVID, they didn't stop counting in March. They just continued counting, and we've been counting for over a year now. Okay? So you're gonna, So if they were continued to count, the numbers should be a lot higher, right? Okay, so if you look, look at this here. Look at 2017, right? Look at this, 590,000, 280,000, 500. And these are like per 100,000, okay? So, so that means that these are like close to millions, Right in the millions, eight hundred and ten thousand people hospitalized for the flu. This year, it's only four hundred thousand. Twenty eighteen to or twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. So when COVID was here, the entire year, October around to March, four hundred thousand people. But we already knew that COVID hit, and if you go back and look, we also know that COVID hit here in November or October of last year. And those numbers are added into these numbers right here. Okay? So this is the average. This is way below average. Look at two years ago. It was 810,000 people, 500,000, 490,000, 400,000. Well, that doesn't include 2021. You know, the, that goes to 2020. But, uh, you know, is that estimated for the count stopping in March? Because if so, then we still have another, you know, 100, 200,000 people. Right? which is possibility because they stopped counting them. So they may not have all the COVID numbers in this from March until now. Okay, but there again, we have this. Okay, you guys will see this on your screen as well. This shows flu illnesses, right, medical visits, right, and these are in the millions. These are in the millions. Flu medical visits, 18 million to 26 million people. Okay, and this is October 1. Remember I told you October through April 4. So October through April, okay, and then they stopped counting the flu. 18 million to 26 million people were in the hospital for in, in, uh, in between 19, uh, 2019 and 2020 uh, for medical visits for the flu. Flu hospitalizations, 410,000 to 750,000 people. 
deaths, 24 to 62,000 people, and that's a low number. Okay, so then we have, this is the current amount of people, percentage of influenza-like illnesses reported. That includes COVID-19. All influenza-like uh, flu bugs, and there's hundreds of them, but there's seven, nine uh, coronaviruses, including COVID-19, and a couple other viruses. Now, all these numbers that you're seeing on your screen with all these different colors are all the other years. Okay, 2019 to, uh, uh, 2019 to 2020, 2018 to 2019. Now, you have to remember that's the 2019 to 2020 is the, is the time period between October and April. But if you look, going back even further, but way years before COVID-19 hit, look at the wave of all these numbers and how high these numbers are for all these years. And this is the, the year of COVID down here, this little one down here with the little tri red triangle. That is our COVID curve, week number 40 through week number 42. We're right now on week number, or week number 52. We're on week number 53 right now, or actually we're on 54, right? 54 weeks in a year. We're actually on week 54 because the, this year ends, January 1st is Friday. Okay, so they're telling us that we have more people in the hospital for COVID or for illnesses for, related to flu than at any other time. And this goes back to 2014, 2015, all the way back to 29, 2009, 2010. Do you understand that? This little line right here is, is 2009, 2010. They came in at the top of the peak back in week 40. Okay, when's week 40? That's October. So this was the H1N1 flu bug. So that came in was way higher than where we're way down here. We're the lowest curve of flu-related hospitalizations in 10 years. And the news is telling you that there's more patients in the hospital now than ever before registered. And worse than last year at this time. Last year at this time is 2019 to 2020. 2019 to 2020 was way fucking up here, up on the scale of this peak at week 52. Right there, that's green. See that right there? Green, 2019 to 2020, top of the list. I don't know if you guys can see my cursor on the screen, but if you can, yes, you can. 2019 to 2020, this was when they went from October to April we were spiked out right there. Still not the highest peak. The highest peak was 2017, 2018 under the other avian flu. Okay. Let me guess. My microphone is turned off. I never turned it on. No, it's on. Okay. So, sorry, I got an instant message from somebody, and I was like, what is, what is this instant message? Did I not turn my microphone on? I've been talking the whole time, but it's on. You guys can hear me. Okay. Okay, so here you're saying that your, your local hospital is overwhelmed and our urgent care have literally shut down because, because of this uh, being a surge. See, so in some areas, there is a surge that's really big and people are coming in, but not in all areas like they're talking about. They, did, they said the same thing last year 
in March, and they said it was really bad. And I used to live in the state of Arizona, and I just moved to California. So I'm not saying that it's not happening anywhere. But I'm saying their own numbers at the CDC shows that we have the lowest amount of influenza-like related illnesses in the hospital currently than any other year for the last 10 years prior. Now, I'm not saying that some places aren't overwhelmed because it is it is hitting big like it did in the beginning where New York had like most of the cases. If you're out here in California and you're in the L.A. County, they have they have more cases in L.A. County than the rest of the state. We have 40 million people living in this state and they have more cases in L.A. County than the entire rest of the state combined. So there are areas where it is, um, you know, super effective. And you know, I say that as from the standpoint of a bioweapon, because I believe that's what this is. So I'm not saying that the flu is fake at all, guys. I'm not. It's a really bad flu. And I have to worry myself because I have COPD and I have type 2 diabetes and I have asthma. So I, am, I have to lock down as well, but I do that all the time. It's nothing new because I've had to do that every single year because of all these other flu cases that you see. So in some areas, you're probably right depending on where you are. And that's terrible. And it's, pre- and, and it's prevalent more so in areas, and I hate to say this, but in areas of color. It's like this thing was designed to go after African Americans, uh, Hispanics, or not just African Americans, but Africans, anybody with that DNA, Latinos, and Asians. Because those are the people that are hardest hit around the world, and definitely old people and people that have pre-existing conditions. It's like they were trying to cull the earth, get rid of the stuff they don't want, and protect the stuff they do want. Now, I don't see that. I mean, I, I get like sickle cell only, you know, more, more African-Americans or African people, uh, not just African-Americans, but African people around the world are susceptible to that than, say, Asians or, or white people. So I get that there are some things, you know, look at the Native, uh, Native Americans especially uh, or to the North American continent. Uh, and they didn't have any of the diseases that the people in Europe had. So when they got here, the people that got here and, and, and uh, terraformed uh, the, the what is now the United States and Canada were basically typhoid Mary to the Native American population and wiped out three quarters of them because they didn't have any immunities to all the diseases that Europeans were carrying with them that they had immunities to. So I get this. I understand it. I understand the science. I am a scientist. I'm not I'm not an idiot. So I get that. And I get that in some places it's going to be overwhelming. And I would wager that the place that you're in that's overwhelmed is more than likely uh, run by Democrats because they're making sure, or at least liberals, not just Democrats, because Democrats are good people. It's, it's like saying that the entire uh, justice or judicial system is screwed up because, uh, because John Roberts is compromised. We'll be stepping down from his office before January. Or that, you know, the entire FBI is compromised because, you know, uh, because Peter Strzok and his girlfriend were compromised and probably Comey. You know what I mean? That's not true. So I'm not saying that this isn't happening anywhere. But what I'm saying is, look at their own numbers, man. Their own numbers are saying that we have it way less right now currently than, than any other time. We'll see what happens, uh, you know, come the rest of the, the, here's your natural flu cycle. Okay, there's your natural flu cycle where you see that those those big peaks. That's why they keep saying this is going to be worse before it gets better, because they're anticipating this bubble to happen right now. Starting right now, we should be shooting up. I mean, we'll be lucky if we do this with one of these or the smaller ones here. You know, we'll be lucky if we stay down here. Um, But I don't think that this this whole distancing thing and and, uh, wearing a mask is going to help you at all. 
Um, I'll show you that well, this doctor claims the same thing. He explains how the mask is ineffective. So let me go back to that. And we'll go back over here and I'll go back into that thing here. We'll play him and you'll see what he has to say about that. Now, it's, I know you can you can say this is one doctor's opinion, but the truth is it's many doctors all over the planet, but they're not letting you Google that. They're not letting you see this stuff. They delete this stuff because they don't want you knowing this stuff. Okay. So looking at all cause mortality is the most important measurement. And the reason behind that is because the COVID diagnosis is based on a PCR test. This is where they take a swab from your nose and then they amplify it multiple times. Normally you would amplify that 25, maybe 30 times at the maximum. It's a bit like taking a Xerox and then re-Xeroxing the Xerox and re-Xeroxing the Xerox in an attempt to actually identify and match up RNA, which is taken from that swab, with the RNA from coronavirus. Now, if you over-amplify that, which in Canada they're doing 33 to 45 times across the different provinces, then you will actually make everybody positive who's got any little bits of RNA in their nose, and it doesn't indicate that they're actually infected. These people cannot pass it on. So, what you're so what's happening is they're, they're over-inflating the numbers, and he's going to talk about being, people being incentivized as well to overinflate the numbers. And early on last year in March and April, I had reported I have plenty of, you can watch my shows or listen to them depending on whether you're watching the MP4 file or the MP3 file version of the podcast. You can go back and you can see that I have many whistleblowers that filmed this stuff and went in and got it off the computer. Many whistleblowers that came forward and said, and then the news agency here locally, I went and asked the, the government, are they incentivizing people to uh, put down, you know, COVID-19? And they're like, well, yeah, we do reimburse them for the care to the tune of $77,000 a patient. You're going to hear this doctor reiterate that to you. So either I made that shit up and this doctor took the same number and made it up too, and so did the other doctor that said that and the other 10,000 doctors that said that, and the one that was in California that I played on my show here in California down south, when he said we're being incentivized to uh, list COVID-19, why is that? Okay. So that, that's happening everywhere across the world. I talked to, to a guy over in the UK, and he said his sources were telling him the same thing in the UK. Right? So we know that they're being incentivized to, to intubate, and they're being incentivized to list COVID. And now we're finding out all over the place that people dying in car accidents were listed as COVID-19 deaths. What you're doing is you're finding what we call cases. But these are not really sick people. So if you keep talking about cases on the news, you're, everyone's going to be misled. And that's what's happened. So people are running around frightened of these cases. We call it a case-demic. But in fact, there are very few patients who have COVID this time. So when we They call it a case-demic. So it, it is a bad flu bug, and it does suck. And everybody who's had it has said it sucks. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that, it's, that it is fake. I'm saying it was designed. Okay. It was designed to do what it's doing, and I would also put down that it's not as deadly as they say. I have, we've looked at the numbers. Everyone has. If you crunch the numbers, they put them on the screen for you all day. All you have to do is do the math. Take the total number of deaths that they tell you, divide that by the total number of cases, and then take your decimal point, you know, then you, you know, divide that by 100%. So you take your decimal point, and you move it two places to the right. And you're going to find out that the average is... 1% worldwide. And no matter where you are, it's going to fluctuate by tenths of a percent. It's going to go up for, you know, up and down. Some places might be having it real bad and they might be at a 
Most places are out of 1% or less. And that's even across the board, and it has stayed consistently that way since they started reporting cases and deaths from the beginning of this. It hasn't shot up. They keep saying, you know, the, the test rate of positivity has shot up by 8%. Well, you started increase, you doubled or tripled the number of people you tested per day. So you're going to have that much more people exponentially. So if you're testing at a, at a 10% rate or they were testing at a 6% positivity rate and it goes up, you know, to 8% or up to 10%, and you increased from 50,000 people a day to a million and a half, yeah, that's going to happen. And here's the other thing that they're not telling you about. Every single test, this is what he's inferring here, has a, a false positive rate. They've reported what that false positive test rate is on all other diseases, quote unquote, because it's not a disease, it's a virus, it's a flu bug, but they they, they don't tell you whether this coronavirus test has a false positive rate at all period they have you believe that it's 100 percent. if you test positive it's 100 percent accurate and you don't have to be tested again you have it until we test you again and it says you don't have it but only when it's uh you know uh, three weeks uh, later and you have to test po- uh, negative twice okay and you could test negative, then test positive again, because it would be a false positive, and then test negative right after that. Do you understand? So they're, they're padding the numbers in many ways. One, by counting everything that comes positive as a 100% certainty, that there is no false positive rate. Two, they're incentivizing people to list people as dying from COVID, when we're finding out now that, it, that it's not. Why are they doing this? You have to ask yourself, what is the end game? Why would they want this to be a lie? Why would they lie about this? Because they are clearly. And if you think they're not, you're either fooling yourself or you're very, very uneducated. Okay, because if you look at these things from uh, even their numbers, you listen to what they say on television, then go them look on the guys from the CDC, what they say on television. They always quote John Hopkins University. Well, go to John Hopkins University and see online and see where they're doing this, this whole uh, uh, testing that they're giving you all these numbers from. It's in the Mike Bloomberg wing, named after Mike Bloomberg, research wing, named after him because he gave them the money to build it, and he's the one who provided them with all the doctors that should be in there. Why is that important, Leo? Who's Mike Bloomberg? Well, Mike Bloomberg used to be the mayor of of New York. He's a Democrat. He ran on the Democratic ticket against Donald Trump as the presidential candidate and then had to drop out. He's also donated hundreds of millions of dollars to the, the DNC. He bragged about spending all the money during the midterm elections to get the people to take over the House and almost take the Senate. During the, the original election in 2016, he bragged about winning 24 seats for the Democrats. So I'm supposed to believe that the guy who paid the money to get the wing built is now paying, is now provided his doctors to do the testing, or the, yeah, to do the testing. And that's the numbers that all of these uh, obviously uh, propagandized news agencies are quoting to be actual, accurate, and true. 
And then they're saying, wait, nobody's padding the numbers. That's an, a conspiracy theory and unsubstantiated. Yet we have several whistleblowers over and over all across the country substantiating that with backed up information like, say, their computer records. Look, this guy's listed as COVID positive, and here's his last two tests. Negative, negative, negative. He's never tested positive, yet they have him listed as positive. Why is that? Right? Okay, so here, there's my point. You have these people that are obviously openly doing this on purpose, padding the numbers and lying to get the numbers up so that the numbers look scary. Scary, scary numbers. They only tell you how many people have died and how many people have tested positive. They don't tell you or even show you the number anymore of how many people have recovered. Because if, if there's been 15 million people tested positive, they don't currently have it constantly. They keep telling you this word disease, so it makes it sound like once you test positive, you have it forever. But yet they tell you, you have to quarantine for 15 days until you don't have it anymore, which means what? You recovered. So you didn't die. So out of 15 million people, if we've had 15 million, I'm just throwing that number up there. If 15 million people have tested positive, we've had, what, 250, 60, 70,000 people die. And out of that 270,000 people that have died, we know that probably three quarters of them are a lie. There's congressmen and senators demanding for an audit for every state, county and city to audit all of their records for the past year because they know for a fact that when they go and look at it, that they're nefarious. They're listing everything willy nilly. When was the last time you heard on the news that anybody died of anything besides COVID related? Think about that. You saw the number of flu, flu, you know, people that would have the flu, right? So let's go back over here and look at the number of people who die from the flu, right? And these are estimated numbers. And these are low. I know they are because these are the numbers. These numbers right here, I don't believe to be accurate whatsoever. They're estimated numbers that are here. And the reason that I say that is that if you went and looked at these numbers uh, in, in last year in April, March and April, these numbers were triple digit, triple numbers deaths. They were hundreds of thousands. Like they dropped in zero off the, the back of that. How many people died by the, by the influenza last year? It was, it was close to what the people are dying from COVID. Well, that's weird. But those numbers have been changed now. They've, they're all way downplayed. In fact, these numbers are downplayed too. These numbers, I remember being in the millions, not just the hundred thousands. Okay. I remember these being in the millions, and, and I, I think I have a show where I showed them. So you can go back into my archives, and you can actually see that I showed that they were talking about the millions. Let's continue with this. Look at what happened in the spring and also what's happening right now. We see that the normal curves, the influx of patients, you know, some to the hospital, of course, but people getting sick, is what we would normally see at these times of the year. There's been no change. Okay, so what about the concerns of increasing numbers of COVID cases in our hospitals? And that people are worried that the hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. So many people feel that this is a very real possibility. So you don't see it that way then? No, if we look at the number of people, uh, we look at the coroner reports, for example, over this last year, we see right now, at least up until December the 7th, where we have reports, is that the number of patients that have died from this is exactly what we've seen in previous years. It's a little bit more this year, but you know, we're seeing as the patient population, uh, as the population uh, ages, we're gonna see uh, more people getting sick. But this is what we would typically see this time of year. And there's been lots of epidemiologists looking at this around the world. There's really been no change. Now we will see that ICUs get- 
Now, I, I forgot to put that page on there because I looked at projections going forward as well for the amount of people getting sick each year and the amount of people dying each year. And what he just said is true. The, the, because our world is aging, the, the, you know, the average person is living longer. Uh, you know, so like here in the United States, we have 360 million people in the United States. And the average age of the average person in the United States right now is like 58. Because there's more people over the age of 60 than there is below the age of 30. Okay, so the baby boomers that were here, so are, and it's not just here, it's everywhere. You know, uh, Japan is the oldest nation on the planet. So all these places where coronavirus hit pretty hard um, is places where they have a very large portion of elderly. And, of course, when you get old, you have pre-existing crap because shit starts falling off of you. So the numbers do increase uh, all the time. Uh, until the population, uh, you know, will thin itself out in, in the average age of the average human on the planet will start getting, you know, start going down uh, or the people keep living longer, which means you're going to still have more and more people dying because they're living longer. And then there's mass groups of people dying at the same amount of time. So when the population is younger, you, have, of course, have less people dying because you have less people on the planet. That's, that's just the way the math works. I don't understand, you know, it's just the way the math works. You have less people, you're going to have less people dying because you don't have as many. Back, if you go back 20 years, 25 years, right, we only had uh, two, two and a half billion people on the planet or two and a half trillion. Now we have seven trillion. But if you go back, uh, you know, it, we still have the same amount of people dying from uh, the flu. So that means we're actually doing better and less people are dying from the flu. And I just showed you a 10-year time period. Ten years ago, we didn't have seven trillion people. We probably had four trillion, but yet we're still, you saw the numbers, we're still dying at almost the exact same rate and they have almost the exact same flu uh, hospitalization rate with, you know, two trillion more people on the planet. We're doing pretty good. Do you understand? Get full up and uh, hospitals get more patients in them. But this is what we would expect. This is not due to COVID. Now, if you look at the COVID diagnosis, this is based on the PCR test, which has been completely uh, undermined. It's, we see that PCR test, as I mentioned earlier, because of the way they're using it, it was never intended to be used as a diagnostic test to start with. But because everything is based on that, it's been like, um, it's based on sand, essentially. It's like building your house on sand. And, and there, there's very difficult to actually call someone a COVID case based on PCR testing. Clinically, there are some unusual characteristics, and, and those may help you make a diagnosis, but we're not seeing, we never did see a pandemic in the spring, and we're certainly not seeing a second wave now. What we have are the normal, the normal fluctuation in uh, admission to hospitals, sick patients you might see in the, out, in the outpatient clinic, um, ICU admissions, and, uh, and deaths. This is quite normal for this time of year. Okay, so I'm just curious then if you're saying that the, the deaths is actually quite normal, what were people dying of before? Was it just the flu and, and different different things? Yeah, people who die of what we call influenza-like illnesses, and that couldn't contain COVID. I'm not saying there wasn't a disease called COVID. I'm just saying that we don't really, we're not able easily to differentiate that from other things like influenza. So you may have seen that if you look at the uh, the records, that influenza seems to have disappeared around the world. Now you have to ask yourself why is that? There are various possibilities. One is, is influenza could be being diagnosed as COVID. As you know, there was incentivization for doctors and hospitals to label things as COVID. So it could be that we're actually mislabeling uh, influenza or we're mislabeling other types of coughs and colds uh, type symptoms and so forth. I mean, we do have sick people. And there's no doubt about that. We have ICU admissions. We have some unusual characteristics in terms of lung findings and so forth uh, uh, and deoxygenation. 
for people uh, that were diagnosed with so-called COVID. But, you know, the whole COVID diagnosis has completely been undermined by the fact that uh, the PCR test is not valid. And that was recently, um, um, I would say, a, a ruling was made in, in the Portuguese court that actually threw out PCR tests as, as having anything to do with the diagnosis of COVID. Okay, so I want to reiterate what he just said there. This is important. Okay, so the country of Portugal has ruled out the PCR test as invalid because of the high false positive rate of this test. And that is the test that they're using. That They stick the swab up your nose. So it is the current test they're testing everyone in the United States with. But the Portuguese saw that there was a high, really high, false positive rate. So they said, this is illegal. We can't use this in our country anymore because it is way wrong. Yet you don't hear that in this country because it's not being told by the news agencies here. Why is that? You have to ask yourself that. This guy's a Canadian doctor on a Canadian uh, uh, uh News agent, news channel. Because they're a lot smaller country. There's 12 million people, 14 million, 15, I think there's there's less than 40 million. They might have 30 million people in the entire country. Now, I'm not saying that they're not locked down in a totalitarian, communistic society like we are here. They are. That's going on everywhere because it's the, it is the cabal trying to, their, their death roll to try and get back their control. Right. So let's let's let, that's important to, to remember, guys. Look this stuff up. You can't Google it. You can't use MSNBC or MSN. You have to go to like DuckDuckGo or somebody else that's not under the cabal's thumb, because when you Google stuff, they change the algorithm so you can't find things. At all. Or what all the only thing that you find, like when the when the New York uh, Post or whatever the, the was Times Post, whoever it was that that printed the the Hunter Biden is under investigation by the federal government for, uh, you know, possibly money laundering or tax evasion because of his, uh, you know, getting paid by these foreign powers uh, and China being one of them and the Ukraine being another one because of his name and getting access to his father and there might be a scandal there. They all said that was a lie, an unsubstantiated lie, and, and that, that all of that was a, a Russian misinformation. Then Hunter Biden came out two weeks ago and actually admitted that he was under a federal investigation by the Treasury Department of the United States and the Department of Justice of the United States of America on his father's uh, uh, presidential letterhead, President-elect Biden's letterhead. That means daddy put a, put a yes to it. Daddy said, I don't know anything about that. That's a lie, and, he, and my son's fine. But yet his son came out and said, okay, I'm under investigation by the federal government and the Justice Department. So what that newspaper printed was not a lie or misinformation or Russian uh, misinformation. It was the truth. And it got taken down, and anybody who squawked about it or tried to repost it had their Twitter account frozen or deleted had their YouTube account frozen or deleted, and had their Facebook account frozen and deleted, and everything was erased off the Internet by Google. Big tech, along with the news media, especially the ultra-left, propagandized uh, socialist news media, 
which is 99% of them, all painted the same picture, but then had to admit, oops, it was real. But they never said, sorry. They never said anything. They just went, well, apparently, Joe Biden is under, or Hunter Biden is under investigation. Huh. Up next, sports. Do you see? So there is something that's going on that you need to look at, people. Right? Okay, so let's talk about masks for a second there. So wearing masks in public places is now a requirement across much of our nation. So what does the medical evidence say on this? Well, the evidence for masks is actually that they don't work and they're more harmful than uh, than we would suspect. And there are various reasons for that. First of all, we're talking about aerosolized uh, tiny particles. These are 0.1 micrograms in size, uh, um, microns in size. And so that they are, uh, they actually pass out through the sides and tops and bottoms of the mask. They can actually pass right through the mask in many cases because it's aerosolized. It goes out into the air and it can linger in the air for one to three hours. So there's no way you can contain that by wearing a mask or social distancing. Masks are actually a, a, a mistake. The, the downside of masks are, are, are multiple. Physically, they actually, they shred, they contain your exhalation. So you're re-inhaling you're re things that are coming out of your own body, trying to get rid of them. And so your risk of getting pneumonias and infections and what dentists are now seeing as mask mouth are much higher. And there are other... Dentists are now seeing what's called mask mouth because people are wearing masks all day long and you're exhaling and then inhaling your own crap that your body's trying to exhale to get rid of, bacteria and other things. And you're inhaling it back again so it's not getting rid of your out of your body and it's, of course, going back into your mouth. So now people are having infections in their mouths... And some people are getting pneumonia from just wearing a mask. Masks were not designed to protect the doctors from getting something. Masks were designed for doctors to wear so that, and nurses, the entire staff, so that when they were doing surgery on you, me, or anybody else, and our body is cut open and exposed to the air, that none of the bacteria from their mouths would make it to our body and get into our body cavity when they closed us up. So it's designed to stop as much as possible in the air, in fact, slow it down so that it doesn't get to the patient, but it's not 100% effective. Okay? And that's why they wear all of that PPE. They don't wear that so that they won't catch something. That's when they wear the body suits and the and the gloves and the and the foot things. Right? They're wearing that so they don't catch anything from you. But they don't wear the mask because they're not going to catch anything from you. They wear that so you don't catch anything from them while they're just operating on you. Now, it does help uh, some patients for some things. But the truth is, you just heard what he said. They, they even said that in the beginning. You even had your, you know, a St. Vouchy, St. Saint, Saint, uh, Tony uh, 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 Vouchy say masks don't work. He said that in the beginning. Then they went, no, 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 never mind, never mind. Put them on, put them on. Self-distance, uh, six feet. And then they went, oh, no, okay, we can downsize. That's a three. Wait, wait, wait. No, now it's got to be 27 feet. So they don't even know what they're doing. They're just making shit up, making numbers up as they go, and they're reacting because they know the truth of it is they're trying. They know that they're trying to infect more people. That's the only reason that you have ineffective things work. And he, I think he even talks about that. Let me let him continue here. Things would cause that, you know, they shred so all sorts of particles come off the mass themselves, which can potentially cause lung disease later in life. But I think one of the major things that we need to look at a mask is the psychological effects of masking people. If you're walking around in a community that has masks on, everybody thinks there's something 
terrifying out there that you should be frightened of, and that is not the case. Secondly, they block facial expression so people can't relate to each other, taking the humanity out of, out of humans. And uh, for children, it's causing damage to not just their psychology from the point of view of being able to properly socialize, but also their ability to, to read people's expressions and to learn. So parts of their brains will be affected by that. Additionally, we have also seen that carbon dioxide levels go up and oxygen levels go down with mass. That's pretty clearly shown. OSHA in the United States uh, has demonstrated that multiple times. And uh, we normally would want to fit people for masks and all that stuff and make sure that they are capable of withstanding the, the low oxygen tensions, the carbon dioxide. No one should be wearing a mask for a long period of time. It's very dangerous to people's health and to their psychology as well. And we're seeing that in communities. You know, if children are frightened and they think also they're going to be killers, they're going to kill their, their family members if they, if they go close to them. And this is completely untrue. So we're teaching children to be frightened of, of going near other humans, uh, afraid to go near other family members, and uh, being isolated. And this is actually a torture technique that's used by the CIA. Did you hear what he just said? That is actually a torture technique used by the CIA. Okay, so everything that they're doing is doing far more harm than the disease itself. Why would they be doing that? What, to what end would they be doing what they're doing? Confuse, divide, and conquer is what they're doing. Okay? This is part of the Communist Manifesto. Some of you guys are going to go, oh my God, here he goes again. Okay? You need to get educated. If you think like that, change the channel because you need to get educated. All right? You need to look at all the rest of the world and how the progression, or read the Communist Manifesto and read their 100-year war that they have going against, the Chinese have going against the, the United States. And they're already on year 60, and they're, they're like, advancing the number, saying they're, like, 20 years ahead of time, ahead of schedule, okay, to destroy the United States of America, to take it over from within. I, show, I showed two weeks ago on my show how many of the liberal left Democrats were in the pockets of the communist, Chinese Communist Party, Okay. And this is not something that is that is a, a fable. This is not something that is, oh, no, it's a conspiracy theory that I made up. This is actual fact. The Department of Justice knows about this. The FBI, the NSA, they know about this. The CIA, they know about this to be true. They've admitted it. Eric Swalwell, if you watch the, the news where they didn't play it on most news agencies, but he was dating Hasn't confirmed or denied whether he was having sex with this woman, but she was the one who went and found him when he was, like, on a city council. And she's the one who basically got him elected as a, as a, uh, a senator, and then he got put onto the uh, Intelligence Oversight Committee, which means he gets to know all national secrets of the United States of America. And she embedded another female in his staff who was, in fact, a spy. The Justice Department, the FBI, found out that she was investigating her as a spy, went five years ago to Eric Swalwell and told him that and had questioned him. Then she fled the country right after that. Strange, because it's rumored that he went to her and told her about it. Why would he do that? And he's still sitting on the Intelligence Committee. You realize that they tried to impeach Donald Trump for four years over the, the idea that Don Jr. was in a bar with a guy who was a Russian spy or known to be or thought to be 
who wanted to talk to Don Jr. I think it was Don. It might have been the other brother. One of the sons was supposedly, they didn't even have any proof of this, supposedly in a bar with, and not just like, you know, a bar where there's only two people in it. There was a bar, and there was a bunch of people, and one of them was supposedly working for the Russians who wanted to get a meeting with the said, quote-unquote, uh, uh, Trump son to give him dirt on Hillary Clinton. That meeting never took place, and they were they were investigating, illegally wiretapping and investigating Donald Trump over that and tried to impeach him because of that, and that proved to be nothing whatsoever. But here we have actual documented FBI case files of a guy who is on the Intelligence Committee, which means he knows all the secrets the president knows, who had two spies in his midst, one sleeping with him and one working for him. That's just one of the people that are. Then you have, then you have, you know, all these other people like uh, Adam Schiff, who got paid hundreds of millions of dollars by the Chinese government and has been promoting China ever since. You got Joe Biden, who the entire family got paid all kinds of money. That's under investigation currently. Got all kinds of money, and he's been promoting them. You have John Kerry, who also got paid hundreds of millions of dollars by the Chinese government, and he started promoting Chinese. the Chinese. These guys have been working on getting the Chinese involved in everything, on the UN table, everything for the past 15 years and now it turns out that's because they've all had either spies working for them or they were directly getting paid by lobbyists for them then you have diane feinstein who's old as moses in fact she was at the she was a waitress at the at the uh, last supper her driver for 10 years was a communist spy and yet these people haven't stepped down from their posts as representatives, or, or I'm sorry, as congressmen and women to the Democratic Party of the state of California. Why is that? I think we need to take a look at, an internal look at, most of these people in our federal government and find out how many of them are on the payroll of a foreign country. Because the entire group of people who claimed Donald Trump was on the payroll of a foreign country who impeached him are in fact on the payroll of a foreign country, namely the Communist Chinese Party. Proven, mind you, not a conspiracy theory. Look it up. Go to the Department of Justice and look it up on their websites. They can't get rid of it. It has to be transparent. See, these are the things that I know and that I do, guys, because I'm a nerd. Like Ray said, there's nothing wrong with being that kind of a nerd, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, Sharon says, yuck, who would want to sleep with sleep with that, <laughs> right? Gross, she says. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, he spent the better part of four years screaming and yelling that he knew for a fact that Donald Trump was dirty and that he was a treason, he was treasonous, and that, he would, that the Russians had dirt on him. This is the same guy who was sleeping with the enemy. She paid to get him in the position he's in. The people who put him in that position, Nancy Pelosi is one of them, that is on the payroll. Yet we're, we're keeping them on, on their posts. We have these admittedly, openly admitted 
socialist cabinet members, people in the House of Representatives and in the Senate. And you guys out there in America think it's okay because you hate Donald Trump that bad. So you're going to sell your country to the Chinese. It's being sold off right now. They own most of the debt that we owe. You guys don't know that. I do. Okay? Why is it that they bragged? You can go back and look at my archives. Not more than a month ago, maybe two. I have two different whistleblowers from China. One, they're bragging that they have control of people in the highest positions of power in the United States government, bragging about it openly. Then you have a whistleblower that says, talking about the hard drives for that uh, computer, that they sent a copy to Nancy Pelosi. This was on their television in China, and I have it from a woman who got it from another person, but it was all in Chinese and then dubbed in English so you can read it at the bottom. And then, in fact, if you watch the video, she's reading it and I'm reading it because sometimes she was reading it and sometimes she wasn't. So you hear it from both of us, the woman and me at the same time or in stereo, reading the, the words on the bottom of the screen for you guys to see, to, to listen to. And he was telling that they gave copies of the hard drive to Nancy Pelosi and told her to look at the hard drive because on that hard drive was dirt they had on her and the rest of the Democrats who are to win the election at all costs for the Democrats to get rid of Donald Trump. That's not fake. That's a whistleblower on tape from Chinese television that, that, that got out of the country and got to us over here in the United States. The other one was a doctor bragging. And the Chinese government took that down. But it was too late. It was put on Instagram, and people over here grabbed it and copied it and started reposting it. So they took down their uh, version of it, but everybody else has it. And I have a ver- and I have one of those downloaded. And the doctor's bragging about having control. We in the Chinese Communist Party have control of people in the highest positions of power in the United States of America. And it's only a matter of time before we have that country as a communist country. Then you have all these people that are openly socialist that are running. Joe Biden said, I will be the most socialistic left-wing president in the history of uh, the government. Just to turn around two months later and go, I never said that. When he said it at the debate live, you can look it up. They tried to impeach Donald Trump over a, a quid pro quo. Look that up. It was the biggest Googled thing on the face of the earth right after they said those words. Because of the quid pro quo. And then, guess what? The whole quid pro quo was the question of whether or not there was a quid pro quo by Hunter Biden or by Joe Biden. Joe Biden admitted on camera, I've played it on my video, on my show, they played it on Fox, he admitted that to a quid pro quo. And that was the question that Donald Trump was asking, did you look into, find out if Joe Biden committed a quid pro quo? And the guy said, I haven't looked into that yet, sir. And he's like, okay. But he wanted to make sure the guy was legit and that he was going to look into it. So they tried to impeach the president over that until they pointed out, until the video surfaced that I played and that Fox played and that other people around the world played that showed Joe bragging about it, that he told the guy, hey, you're the investigator that's going to investigate Burisma Holdings? That's the guy that is investigating my 
the company that my son's on the board of. <laughs> well, he doesn't say that out loud, but that's what was going on. So then he goes to the president and says, I'm going to be here. I, he was there in the country. I'm going to be here for five, for five, for six hours. And if you don't fire that investigator that's going to investigate Burisma Holdings, you don't get the $100 billion that America has promised you. And the guy says to him, he, these are his words. And the guy says to me, you can't do that. Barack Obama gave us the money. He says, call him. He says, so lo and behold, and he's tapping his watch. Five hours later, I get a phone call. They fired that son of a bitch. That's a quid pro quo. Look the word up. He leveraged a foreign country, a president of a foreign country, to do his bidding or he wouldn't get the public's money, the money of the, of the, that was belonged to the, the property of the citizens of the United States of America. Fire that guy or you don't get this money. That's a quid pro quo. They tried to impeach Donald Trump over it, and there was nothing there, but they stopped trying to impeach him over that because the video of an actual quid pro quo for the guy that they're trying to get elected as president surfaced. So then they went after Donald Trump the, the way they went after Benjamin Netanyahu and the way they went after Boris Johnson and the, and the woman before him. They, they did the same tactics that they used in those countries to try and impeach those guys which it, it worked on the woman, but they tried it on Boris Johnson twice and it didn't work, and they tried it on Benjamin Netanyahu twice and it didn't work. The people said, no, we're not impeaching him. And they, they uh, in, tried to impeach him, or it was just like they tried to impeach Donald Trump, which didn't work. They voted for him to be impeached for uh, uh, abuse of power and obstructing, uh, obstructing their Congress, whatever it was. Like in England, it's called the Parliament. I think it's the Parliament in Israel as well. But it means the same thing. So they went after Donald Trump for abuse of power and obstructing Congress. And they voted to impeach him, and then the courts found him innocent, and, and hey, nope, sorry, he's not impeached. They did the same thing to Benjamin Netanyahu twice. At the same time, all these people were, being, uh, were, were all being impeached at the same time around the world. Why is that? Weird. And they're impeached by the same uh, liberal party, just the liberal party of that country. That's weird. You don't think these people talk to each other around the world? You don't think that there's a world network? at play here you're fooling yourself if that's what you think okay if that's what you think you're fooling yourself let me go back over here to me okay because the rest of that i just kind of covered that you guys can watch it if you want to watch it you want a copy of it let me know and i'll send you a copy of it okay so the chinese government and the the whistleblower said there's a coup attempt there's two coup attempts going on Right. We showed you yesterday that Byrne talked about the coup attempt that Barack Obama facilitated on Hillary Clinton. And then he was trying to leverage Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz and Donald Trump, because those three were the top runners to become the president. Whichever one of those three got the nod, he was wanting dirt on so that he could leverage them or impeach him. So that turned into admittedly by Patrick Byrne turned into. The witch hunt. Patrick Byrne is not a Republican. He has never voted Republican. He's libertarian, and he's voted Democrat most of his life. He admits that on the show that he was on on Monday, which I was watching prior to coming on the air today. I was recording it. But he's a libertarian. He believes in, in the Constitution of the United States and the freedom of the United States, and he's point blank saying, and I have a copy of it. It's an hour and a half long. If you want it, I'll send it to you. Okay, I'm going to post it. 
But I don't know if I, I'm, I'm going to have to think about that because I'm, I'm afraid that if I do post it, I'm going to get deleted. If I get deleted, then I lose this voice on, on Facebook and on YouTube. I don't want to get my account deleted. I might post it on one of my lesser accounts and then let you guys all know and put a link up. Because I have like four accounts. I have two, I have three YouTube channels and four Facebook pages or four Facebook accounts. So maybe I'll do that because I don't think, because the last time they were going to try and delete me, they weren't going after all of me. They were going after the one that was offensive to them. And that was over a, a name, a label for a video that happened back in September of last year when everybody was going to char- a storm troop, or storm into the Area 54, uh, or Area 51, sorry. And I was made a video, and I labeled it Storming Area 51, but it was a video telling people not to because they could get hurt or killed by doing so. And their algorithm scheduled me and facilitated me for deletion. And I appealed it and said, the only thing that I know that I posted that is controversial is said video. Have you guys even watched this video? It's a video pleading for the public not to do that. I just labeled it in a way to get attention from people that they would watch it. And that was my mistake. But they never admitted that that was why. I was to be deleted for four days. I was deleted. And then all of a sudden I wasn't. And there was never an explanation as to what went on or why. Okay. So somebody reported it. Somebody got me deleted. And then they and then they returned me back on when they didn't really need to have to do that. So now you have Donald Trump who's trying to get the relief package put out to people with the stipulation of changing the law, the libel law, for these Big tech companies, and now you have the Democratic Party saying no to that. Why would they do that? Why are they so? How much money do you think that these Democrats are getting from big tech? How many hundreds of millions of dollars a piece? Because now they don't want to stop big tech from being able to just censor anyone, because currently big tech is not censoring any Democrats or any liberals or any socialists, they're only censoring conservatives so the democratic party is okay with that they don't care about your freedom they don't care about your voice they don't care about anything but the money they're getting from the chinese communist party mark zuckerberg and the other members of the of the big social media big tech companies that should tell you something america and it's not just the democratic party there's members of the republican party that are doing the same quickly while the dog was down Donald Trump looks like he might not win the election because of this rigged election. And you can't look me in the eye and say, that's not true. This didn't happen because if it did, that means that you're turning your head, plugging your ears and going, la, 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 la. So you, I'm not seeing any election rigging. No, not whatsoever. No dead people voted. No fake people voted. No one got their their, uh, ballots counted four and five and six times. There wasn't a million ballots that came in the back door of any city between the hours of 2.30 and 5 o'clock in the morning. And that happens all the time anyway. So we're used to that. It's normal that there's rigging of the election. Just take it and we hate Donald Trump. There wasn't anybody kicking all the Republicans out, locking them out and taping uh, boxes of pizza boxes over the windows so they couldn't see what they were doing. There wasn't any of that going on anywhere. There wasn't someone lying about a water main break when it was a toilet that overflowed, a, a urinal, by the way, that somebody stuffed some toilet paper in. Oh, no, emergency. Everybody has to leave. 
and then they pull out boxes on tape. We caught that on video, pull out boxes and count. And on these things are like 99% or 97.9% Joe Biden votes. What? That didn't happen anywhere. Don't see that video. Don't look at that video. These are not the droids you're looking for. You don't need to see their identification. Move along. That stuff really happened. It's real. 500,000 people signed an affidavit saying that they witnessed voter fraud in six counties in six states. The same very states that turned the tide of the election. 500,000. And the courts won't even see it. And I heard that John Roberts is compromised. And he's the one that's blocking the Supreme Court from even hearing the cases. John Roberts needs to step down soon. And I hear they have stuff on him, so he's going to be stepping down soon. Or he's going to be exposed to the world. Eric Swalwell needs to step down or be removed. Nancy Pelosi needs to step down or be removed. Chuck Schumer needs to step down and be removed. Chuck Schumer has gotten wealthy $100 billion or $200 billion from the Chinese government. In fact, people are starting to call him Beijing Benny, Beijing Chuck. Chuck Schumer needs to step down or be removed. Dianne Feinstein, with a 10-year spy in her midst, needs to step down or be removed. You people in America, if you believe in your freedom and you believe in you're a patriot... And you're not a socialist, because I know that 99% of the Democratic Party is not, and 99% of the Republican Party is not. You guys need to get out this coming week. On January 6th is when they're supposed to be reading the numbers into uh, the delegate numbers officially on the floor in the House and Senate. When they do that, you're going to hear objections to all six of those states. Okay? They're going to become, it's going to be contested. And we're calling for, and I don't say we as in the Republican Party because I'm not a Republican. I say we as in the patriots of this country who want to keep our country free are calling for everybody around the nation, if you count yourself as a moderate, if you count yourself as a centrist, if you count yourself as a patriot, and you're not a communist, and you're not a socialist, and you're not a crazy Republican who wants the Wall Street and fat cat businesses to be in charge of everything, that you believe that we the people are still in charge of this motherfucker, you guys need to be in Washington, D.C. On, on the 4th, the 5th, and the 6th and protest. Do what the president told you to do. And if you can't get to Washington, D.C., get to your state capitol building and wave the American flag and, and, and tell them, those people, that Trump won this election by a landslide and in the cover of darkness in six counties, a mass fraud happened. And each one of those counties needs to be looked at individually because there was an individual thing that was done in each of those counties. It wasn't a mass fraud, although... Although, okay, they've started to look into that machine that counted stuff, and they found that there is a flaw in, they, in, in uh, um, Patrick Byrne 
talked about on that video that I watched just before I was on the air here, that they claimed that there was no way that machine was hooked up to the Internet, yet that one machine in Georgia, and this is why the, the attorney general in Georgia now has ordered a, a verification of uh, signatures for all the ballots, because there was a Wi-Fi device inside that machine. And that machine was hooked up to by the smart thermostat that was on the wall near it. And that traced back to a company that is owned by the the Chinese Communist Party. So the Chinese Communist Party had access through a computer and hacked into that machine. They've already proven that. That's why they're doing a count there. So if they had that set up in that place, how many of those machines are compromised around the United States where the Chinese Communist Party or someone who works for them directly interface that machine at some point during the election? That's not a line. It's not a conspiracy theory. That was that was Patrick Burns said that that was when he was shown that he was in the White House two days ago. Okay. So this is this is the stuff that our government knows. Now, Bill Barr stepped down. So we have to have somebody else as the attorney general, but the president needs to call for a special election. I mean, I'm sorry, a special uh, uh, council to look into those voting things. Or the Department of Justice needs to do that quickly. But the people are already starting to look. And every single election in all six of those states is going to be contested on January 6th. Okay. And John Roberts, Justice John Roberts, needs to step down from the United States Supreme Court. And if he, and if he doesn't, those of you who have that dirt on him, get it out there if you have to get it to Fox. Right. Get it out there. Get it on the air and expose him for what, for what it is. Uh, otherwise, he needs to step down. Because it's clear that he is compromised. And these other people need to step down too. And you need to demand that from your senators and congressmen out there. You guys, wherever you are in the United States, you have a representative. You have a member of Congress that is supposed to be representing you, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. You need to call their offices and you need to tell them that those people who are compromised by the Chinese Communist Party need to step down. And if you won't listen, we're going to remove you as well. We, the people, need to show this government that we are in charge of this government by the people, for the people. Okay? They believe that they're in charge and that we are their slaves. We need to tell them and show them that it's the opposite. Up to and including, if they have to, we fight. Okay? But we can do this legally and we can do this by our mass numbers. All you have to do is... is Get off your your, uh, laurels and do something about it. Make phone calls. I'm doing it. I'm on air right now calling for it. I'm sending emails to my politicians. I'm putting phone calls in to my politicians. You guys need to do the same thing. If you're in the state of California and you're a patriot in any way, you need to sign the recall Gavin Newsom paperwork. Go online. Just Google that shit. Recall Gavin Newsom. If it doesn't work on Google, go to DuckDuckGo. Type in the same thing, and it'll take you to the to the website. Recalled, I believe it's recalled, uh, GavinNewsom.org, but don't quote me on it. You can sign it online, 
They're, they got an extension because of people like me, Patriots, who have signed that over the last four months, gave them enough uh, numbers to get a, a, a extension to March to get the numbers that we need to have a special election to decide a, a vote of no confidence and to fire uh, uh, that man from office. Okay. Gavin Nuisance. He's a he's a dictator. He's a communist dictator, and they, what they're doing with this lockdown is against the Constitution of the United States, and it's against the freedoms of the people of the United States of America. And we need to stop abiding by it and do our lives and live. Go to church. Go out and have your restaurants open, you, you uh, boutiques open. Start cutting hair again. Start doing do it against there. Some of you are, are foreign nationals, so you guys are afraid. But they were the ones that would harping about it. Every time I went into any kind of place, there was a little mom and pop. There was, was one where my mom got her hair cut, and they were Chinese, and they were like, oh, my God, the Chinese communists are taking over this country. We fled China because of this. And here they are, and they see it, the people from Vietnam that are here. All the people in the, in the countries that were taken over by the communist uh, regimes that fled from there to the United States have been the, the most outspoken activists that this is what's coming. You guys need to see this. No one listens to them because they, everyone goes, oh, you're just, that's just the Asian lady. I ain't listening to her. She's crazy. <clears throat> but it's happening. Look up the Communist Manifesto that was read into the United States Congress in 1961 or two. You can look this up. They had 40 steps to take over America, and they're on number 41. They've completed all of them. They're on to the new page of now making up more shit to how to take over the country. That is no joke. This is not a lie. It's not a conspiracy theory. You can look this up. You have to look it up before they erase it. They're erasing and hiding information that is damning to them or to their agenda. Do you understand that? Do you understand what that means? When you start censoring a group of people because they disagree with you, are you aware, maybe you guys don't know this, but they've already said, AOC has already said that she's going to lobby once they get into power, because when Joe Biden becomes the president, if he does, if and when he does, all the cabinet is going to be socialist communists. This is openly said. They are openly saying that already prior to this. They're going to make it a felony terrorist threat that if you if you want to investigate the election results or don't agree with them you can go to jail for the rest of your life that's not a conspiracy theory that's something that AOC said and the Democratic Party is backing that that if you say I think that election was rigged you can go to jail for the rest of your life that is that is Nazi Germany 1938 1932, and that is Russia, 1946, that is Korea, 1953, that is communist China, 1987, that is Venezuela, 1991, and now it's the United States of America, 2020. Do you understand the ramifications of what I just said to you? I didn't make this up. This was really spoken out loud. If you disagree with us, you will go to prison for the rest of your life is the message that they are passing on to you. Communist dictators speak like that. Not 
free capitalistic societies where we can all have our own opinion about everything because we're free and we are Americans, so I can say fuck Donald Trump whenever I want on live television as often as I want. Because that's what every single person in Hollywood has been able to do. We're not rounding them up because they disagree with the president. But they want to round up any American who says, I think that election was rigged and we need to investigate it. Terrorist. Felony. Lifetime imprisonment because of it. So you're going to get disappeared by the Communist Party. Like Russia. Like China. Like Korea. Like Venezuela. Traditionally. Like Nazi Germany. When they were a socialistic country. You have to remember, they didn't quite become communism because they lost the war. But they were socialists. They would have been communist had they won that war. But they lost, so they lost the government, and everybody ran and hid, and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Hitler supposedly shot himself, but that's not true. He died of old age in Venezuela, which is still owned and operated by the Fourth Reich, by the way. You can look that up, too. They had many military bases, and there's a couple of cities over there where they still uh, carry the, uh, the flag of the swastika, and the people there sp still speak German. Yeah, go look it up. You can look that up. Okay, so that's uh, an hour and 25 minutes here, hour and 21 minutes. And I was ranting and raving about that, but this is Orion Rising News, and I probably pissed off everybody that was on the air. But you guys need to make a decision. It's coming to that. If you don't want to have anything to do with politics, then you're going to be the first person that they're going to keep and, and you're going to watch because you're not a threat to them. You're going to watch them as they take away all your freedoms and they take away everything and they impose all kinds of crazy, crazy fucking laws. And you're going to go, oh, my God, but it's going to be too late then. You're not going to get it back. You won't get it back if you let them take it. I don't care if you hate Donald Trump. You have to like this country. And if you like the freedom that you have, it has come to that. It has come to traitors and patriots. You're either a traitor or you're a patriot. If you don't participate, you're a traitor. If you agree with them, you're a traitor. If you, if you disagree with them, you are a patriot. That is what it has come to. Okay? And you have to start looking around and you have to start making decisions. There is no way in fucking hell that Joe Biden got that many votes in those six counties to overturn the election, or in most of the counties. There's no way in hell that he got 30% higher black count vote in America when when they did all the polls, Donald Trump was supposed to get 30% of them. Why would they lie and joke about that? Let's just tell them we're going to vote for Donald Trump, man. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? And then we'll go out there and vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden couldn't get more than 15 people to show up at a rally 50, 60, 70,000, 120,000 people would show up to a rally for Donald Trump. Even after the election was stolen, Joe Biden couldn't get more than 10 cars to show up to his little gig to talk. What does that tell you? If you're proud that you voted for this guy and so many millions of people voted for this guy, why is it that none of you people are showing up to see him speak anywhere when he announces he's going to be somewhere? Why is that? Well, we don't have to do that, you know. 
But everybody was out there, Black Lives Matter, protesting and burning the place down. Where were all those people that were that were wanting to protest, that were planning to riot if if Donald Trump won the election? Where are all the, where are all you guys? Why aren't you out there at Joe Biden's thing cheering him on, honking horns? Because not very many people actually voted for Joe Biden. Okay, and you guys know it. And some of you think it's funny because you hate Donald Trump more than you love this country. Because that's the only way that you can allow this to happen. It's that you hate Donald Trump more than you love your own freedom. You're going to sell your country to the Chinese Communist Party just to get rid of Donald Trump. You've got to ask yourself why you're doing that. Is it because the news media told you for four and a half years to hate Donald Trump? Or is it because you actually know something about Donald Trump to know that he's an evil man? Not that it's something you saw on television or the Internet that told you that. That you saw him actually do an action that was an evil deed. He's racist. How do you know that? Have you heard him say that? Oh, everybody knows. You know. You know. Oh, you know he's a racist. How do you know that? Because he said, has he? Produce the tape, please. He said you can grab one by coochie. Yeah, he did. And when you're that rich, yes, you can. Me saying that doesn't mean that I raped a woman or grabbed some woman by her coochie. Me saying that says, you know, when you're rich, you can get away with shit. Ask the women who are actors in Hollywood. Ask the women who are singers in any genre in this country. And I'll guarantee you that if they're honest with you, they're going to tell you they had to fuck many people to get their fucking way and get their jobs. There are evil people running evil fucking uh, scams on these people. That's why the Me Too movement fucking started. That has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Just because he said, you know, when you're rich, you can grab them by the hoo-ha. Because when you're rich, you can grab them by the hoo-ha. And they won't say anything. It wasn't until one woman stood up, Rose McGowan. When she, I knew something was wrong when she showed up wearing nothing, when she was naked with a net over her. I knew something was wrong then. I mean, she was hot, and she had the kind of attitude that she might do something like that. But I knew something was wrong when she showed up. I was like, wow, thank you, Rose, because I think you're beautiful even now. And I would marry you because I think you're one of the most beautiful women on the face of the earth. And you're the most bravest because if it wasn't for you speaking up, no one else would have. So bravo. Brava. Brava. Okay. So it has come to that, people, and it's coming to that now. Okay. And I know some things about prophecy that I'm not going to talk about right now. I probably should because if I if I do, it might cast some light onto what's going on here. But if I don't, and then afterwards I say, then people are going to say, "Well, you just said that afterwards, man. You're like Nostradamus." Okay, one of the one of the prophecies of Nostradamus, by the way, but it's not just Nostradamus. One of the prophecies is, and I thought this was, I thought this was George Jr. being elected president because his father was president and he was elected president, and that hadn't happened for a while in the United States. But there's a scenario that's happening right now. If, in fact, all of the six counties and the, the counts from those six states gets contested and they have to look at the election, things are going to get way more heated in this country. And the prophecy is that a person who is going to be elected president of the United States, the first to do so in a great number of years 
will cause a rift in the United States that will almost cause a civil war. And those people on our side were already calling for that. Okay? People over here are already saying, get ready because there's going to be a civil war. People were jokingly, right after the election, posting posts, I know because I was on a, a couple of them, where they said, what are you going to wear to the civil war next week? Or what are you wearing to the civil war in January? Okay? So, a person that's going to get elected to the presidency with the closest margin that's going to almost cause a civil war, and I thought that was George Jr. when he got elected because of all that, this is even worse. And the first to do so is, it's been hundreds of years, not hundreds of years, but it's been between 80 and 120 years, right, or 80 and, and 95 years, since there was a contested election and the president who, was, who uh, contested won the election because of the contestant of the election. And then, uh, you, then you're going to have the, one of the president-elect step down and, before it gets to the point of a civil war to save the country from a civil war. So either that's going to happen and Donald Trump is going to say, no, 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 I don't want a civil war and step down, or Joe Biden is going to concede because it's going his, his, not his way anyways, and he's going to say, I'm going to take the high road, and he won't do it, but I'm going to do it, and I'll step down uh, to save the country. And go, my legacy will be going down to save the country. Okay, so that is, a, that is a, a prophecy without a date, but it's supposed to be now. I thought it was George Jr., but it didn't, it didn't work out. When, it, when the stuff was happening, I thought that's what the prophecy was. Oh, it's going to come true. And then I went, no, this isn't right. This isn't the one. And i just been sitting back thinking about it and didn't even remember it. Until somebody talked about the contestion of the numbers and that what the proceedings are for that to figure out who becomes the president and how long it's been since that happened. And I went, oh, here's the earmarks of that prophecy. 100%. People are already calling for a revolution. You already had Antifa getting ready for it if Donald Trump won. Now the, the patriots are getting ready for it. If Donald Trump doesn't win, because you have to be a fool and you have to be lying to yourself and think it's funny to say this this election was not stolen. Unless you have never seen any of the actual evidence, because all you do is watch one side of the news, then you're just brainwashed. And, it's, and, and you need to look at the facts. If you were if you were a skew like this and you were a juror, you'd get kicked off the jury list because you're corrupted by one side. You're only listening to one side and that's what was going on with john roberts i know because i was told by a person who was told i know it's like th third party but that was the whistleblower that they were trying to impeach the president over because he heard something from someone who heard something from someone else who heard something so i heard something from a guy who heard something from a guy who heard something okay and then there was a country club that john roberts Justice John Roberts goes into and he meets with this guy who wears all this Biden gear all over his car. And they sit down and talk shit about Donald Trump all night long while they're drinking. OK, so that suggests that John Roberts, who's supposed to be a justice in the Supreme Court, who's not supposed to be partial to anybody, hates Donald Trump. And he happens to be the person who's not allowing the cases to be heard by the Supreme Court. So if that allegation is true, someone needs to look into it and talk to uh, Peter Byrne about who told him 
and the Justice Department needs to go and talk to that guy and interview that guy to find out if that guy actually saw him, and then they need to talk to John Roberts and find out if, in fact, he hates Donald Trump, and if he does, he needs to recuse himself. He needs to step down. He is not an impartial judge. He is a skew and a, and a Democratic hack. He needs to go. So spread this around and tell people, look up what I just said. Okay? Look it up. All right, guys, it's come down to that. I've been real quiet and not taking sides. Not very much. I've just been bitching and pissing into the wind, but now it's come down to it. The line is drawn in the sand. You're either a patriot or you're a traitor. You're either going to sell this country to the Chinese Communist Party, and you better fucking learn Chinese. And you better learn from people around you that have been lived under a, a communist dictator uh, quick-like. Okay? Better learn how to survive in that. I'll be the guy that they'll be putting in a casket because I'll be the guy dying in the revolution. Okay? Because they're going to come for my guns and I'm going to shoot my way out and I'm going to kill innocent police officers that they're going to send to my house to take my guns and I'm going to be dead, shot, killed. Okay? Because I'm not going to give up my gun, I'm not giving up my freedoms, and I'm not giving up my country. All right? I helped free many countries on this planet and I'm not going to let this one go away. So you guys have to make a choice out there. You, you, have to, you have to grow up. This is a time when you need to grow up and be adults for the first time in your life. You thought it was bad under coronavirus. Look at all the evidence. It was made up. It's desi- it was designed. It's a designer freaking flu bug. Not saying it's not deadly. It is. I'm afraid of it. I don't want to get it. I'm afraid I'll give it to my mom and she'll die. I'm afraid that I might not make it through. But my mother will just be dead. She, won't, she has, does not have the strength to fight it. So, yeah, is it scary? Yeah. But it was designed. It was designed so that white people, and especially people like me who have typo negative blood, and I'm, most of my blood is from Europe, it was designed so that I wouldn't have a hard time with it. We know that to be true. I know you guys are typing shit, and I'm not even ta- reading what you're saying, are you? Sharon's saying something. Sharon always says something that's important, so I'll, I'll look it up. There's a few of you out there. Most of you who actually talk in the chat have important shit to say, so I always read your, what you guys say. <laughs> oh, Tracy, I didn't even see you. Welcome. See, I should be having my glasses on reading this stuff, right? Yeah, you didn't get to see it. You didn't get to hear the first section. Yeah, you came in late, Sharon. She said, I will listen to the first section later. Happy New Year to me. <laughs> right. Happy New Year to you and all of yours over there. Um, so I'm going to call it a night because it is now. Um, I started at 4 and it's 5.30, so I went an hour and 34 minutes. Uh, so I'll call it a night. I'm going to be back on. I won't be on tomorrow. I've done two shows this week, and I'm going to do the Law of One on Friday. Uh, so you won't hear anything from me on Thursday, but I am going to be uh, messing with that video of Burns. If you guys want a copy of it, um, Instant message me, and I will Dropbox it to your email so that you can download it and watch it. I'll message it to you in Messenger first, but that's going to be probably soon kicked off of there. Uh, so I'll try messaging it to you. If you want it, message to me and say, dude, give me the burn video. And, and you know, it's B-Y-R-N or B-Y-R-N-E, burn, Patrick Byrne, Irish guy, um, CEO, ex-CEO, and creator of uh, Overstock.com. And uh, watch my show from yesterday, and you'll see where we played some of the two videos where uh, he talks about what he was doing with then for the uh, FBI and Secret Service of this country. Um, so he's he's uh, been worked with these people before. He worked with them years ago to solve a murder with a best friend of his who was murdered, and he helped them to solve that crime. So because of that, they went back to him and said, hey, we need your help. He's a patriot. They know he's a patriot. He's a libertarian. He's all about the Constitution of the United States and the and being free and having liberties and, and having a country. But they used that and got him to do something that he now regrets. That's why he's telling the world about it. Okay. 
And uh, he was just on the air two days ago, and that's an hour and 38-minute video that I have that I'll give to you. You can watch it because if I post it, I'm afraid I'm going to get deleted. We'll see what happens. It's easier to, for me to pass it on to people in your email box by dropboxing it to you, and that way you can watch it at your leisure and keep it off the Internet so they won't freaking uh, delete you. All right, guys. Namaste. Have a great night. Pass this video on. Go back and watch it from the beginning. If you missed it, I apologize. I didn't expect to go an hour and a half ranting and raving. I was only going to do an hour or less, but playing the video and talking about it, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be said because you heard it all. If you're still here now and you've played this video this long, you understand. Right? Something needs to be done. We need to demand this. When the people rise up and demand it, these people in the government kowtow every time because they know we feed them. And we can also eat them. Okay? All right, guys. Have a great night. And don't be angry. Just realize this now is the time to stand up, be an adult, look around for real. Look on both news agencies. If you only watch you know, one of the... the uh, one of the, well, all of the news agencies except for Fox, if you watch any of those and never watch Fox, you're only getting one half of the propaganda. Know that. Turn on Fox so you get the other half of the propaganda. You can take bullshit, bullshit from one side to the other. You can mash it all together and find out what that molds. Oh, here's the real picture of what's going on. They're both lying about all of this. Throw that out. And then there's this thing that did happen that they both agree on. That's how you find out the truth. Anyone who has children knows that. If you have more than one child, you know that, or you're not a good parent. Because if you go in and beat one of the kids because the one kid said, he hit me, pow, then you're not doing your job right. He hit me first, pow. No, you know, some guys, some people are like that, and men and women, they just go after that boy and slap him. Don't hit your sister. And, he, and she's the one that's over here being evil, smacking him to get him started, and then he hits her, and he goes, and you go and hit him. I've seen it happen. My sisters have tried. I had four older sisters, one younger brother. I watched them try that a lot, and I got in trouble for it a lot until my father started going, hey, you know, I don't really think that he's that type of guy that's beating up on these girls. And then he started paying attention, and my mom went, huh, maybe you're right. And then they started paying attention, and they caught him doing that shit and trying to set me up, laughing about it, see? So if you're a parent and you have more than one kid, you know that you don't give a shit who did what. You want to know what happened because you know that they're both going to lie to you and say the other one did it first. That's what's going on with these children in our government, from the city level to the presidency, okay? They always, and then the news, well, you guys did first, you guys did this. No, you guys did that in 1872. Well, you did it in 1774. You did it in 1771. It just keeps going back to chicken and the egg, the chicken and the egg, the chicken and the egg, the chicken and the egg. The fact is that it doesn't fucking matter. Without the chicken, you don't have the egg, and without the egg, you don't have the chicken, so none of that, that'll just drive you crazy for the rest of your life trying to figure out why the fucking chicken crossed the road. Who gives a shit? Did he get to the other side or did he get killed? He got to the other side. Case closed. Fuck off. He got killed. Go and cook that carcass and eat it. No, then fuck off. Case closed. None of that matters. Okay? They once asked, um, um, was it Plato? No, it wasn't. It was one, Aristotle. If a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, does it make sound? And he said, that question is folly, because if I'm not there to witness it, there is no forest, there is no trees, so there won't be sound. So this conversation is moot, and I'm not answering it. It's a hypothetical. Because he believed that in viewer created reality. Without a human being to be there, nothing ever happens. It only manifests into something when we perceive it, which is not true. Which is not true. 
right? There's shit in the forest falling down all the time and animals getting killed all the time. They don't just manifest into being alive or dead when I witness it. That's arrogant to think that the whole universe revolves around each individual one of us. That nothing is going on until we go over and look at it. Then it's going on. It happens whether we're there or not. Okay, viewing something doesn't change the outcome. Scientists try to say that as well. But in science, it kind of does work that way in some things. Like if you're trying to look at, we'll get into that later. All right, guys. Look that stuff up. If you're a nuclear physicist, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have any physics background whatsoever, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't, I apologize. Look it up. All right, guys, have a great night. I'll see you on Friday. Namaste. Friday will be no politics. It'll be about the deep state and religion, right? I mean, it'll be about spiritualism because it'll be the law of one. Uh, but, you know, that encompasses the whole warning. Warning. Danger, Will Robinson. They're trying to steal your country away from you, out right from under you. All right, guys, have a good night.